And welcome to the show that is sugary spiciness and everything niceness on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across Colac and District, 88.7 FM along the coast, and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au. How's it going, Mr. Max? Good. Excellent. Busy week. Yeah. Heading towards school holidays now. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. And uh, Charlotte is back. Yeah. Hi. Round two. Yeah. <laughs> Thought it was uh, kind of okay. Yeah. We'll see how we go. Uh, so, welcome to the show that is all about uh, normally sweet treats in the afternoon. Today we're going a little bit more of a savoury option. Yeah. Something we haven't touched on uh, all too much something, previously. Something I don't really like. You're not a big fan? I was going to ask, are you, are you normally a fan of Vegemite? Because uh, that is our theme for today. Uh, an Australian icon. Some people are quite happy to... Uh, you know, slather it on their toast or sandwiches, but you're not a fan, Max? No. What, what's the, uh, I don't really like, quite like it about Vegemite for you? Bit salty. Too salty? Yeah. It does have a bit of a sting to it if you <laughs> put too much on. So you're a fan, Charlotte? Yeah, I have, a, I have a Vegemite sandwich every day at school. Uh-huh. Keep up your vitamin B. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're going to be talking Vegemite today, and uh, it is... It can be quite a contentious issue out there. What is the correct amount of Vegemite to put onto a sandwich or a piece of toast? No. Um, it, it hit the headlines this week. Did you know that? No, no. I yeah. haven't seen it. Um, well, uh, actor Tom Hanks is currently uh, in Australia at the moment, and uh, he put out a photo that he's uh, quite happy with Australia and... Uh, he posted a photo of his breakfast. <laughs> Foolishly, put way too much Vegemite on, <laughs> oh. according to the rest of Australia. Like, the entire um, piece of toast was just a thick, like, centimetre of black Vegemite. Oh. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's got to learn his lesson, apparently, how to be a true Australian. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, that was apparently uh, a newsworthy story. Tom Hanks and Vegemite. So we thought, yeah, why not jump on the bandwagon and uh, talk Vegemite? Because it is, you know, an afternoon snack that you can uh, uh, treat yourself to. You know, Vegemite's a very adaptable spread. Um, you can pair it with a lot of different things. But uh, before we get on to the whole Vegemite thing, let's check out what's in our yum box for this week. <laughs> Radio Max, we are still uh, opening the different snacks from France at the moment. Mm -hmm. uh, it was our new Yum Box last week, mm -hmm. so uh, plenty of French cuisine. What have you chosen for us this week? 
We've got vinegar potato chips. Vinegar potato chips. Mm. Not salt and vinegar. Not salt and vinegar as we were very much used to. Um, So that could be something a little bit different. Vinegar's uh, got good uh, antibacterial properties to it. Did you know that? No. Yeah. (laughs) I often recommend uh, salt and vinegar chips if you've got a sore throat. (laughs) The start to the chip paired with the vinegar. Anyway, uh, (laughs) what else have we got in there? And we've got the cheese-flavoured tube snacks. Cheese-flavoured tube snacks. So probably a little bit similar, I'm guessing, to... um, Cheezels or something on those lines. Yeah. We will soon find out. So what are we going first? Are we going the sharp, tangy taste of vinegar or the uh, the cheesy ones? What do you want to do, Charlotte? Uh, let's try the vinegar one. <laughs> Get the vinegar out of the way. Are you normally a salt and vinegar fan? Yeah, I like vinegar. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Again, it's probably got that sharp taste that um, Vegemite has. So, uh, yeah, being used to that. So, uh, let's take a look at these. They are the uh, Sybil Chips Savour Vinegar, which is vinegar potato chips. There you go. But produced by the Sybil Company. Uh, Bordeaux is very famous for its vineyards, and uh, Paris is famous for its high-end restaurants. But what about the city of Orleans, which is directly between Bordeaux and Paris? It is famous for vinegar. Between the 13th and 17th centuries, countless barrels of wine would go sour while it was being transported from Bordeaux to Paris. So rather than take the loss, some savvy merchants in Orleans sold the spoiled wine as vinegar. That's why it's actually called vinegar, because it translates, it's a French word, which means sour wine. Vin a year. Vin means, yeah, wine. Uh, the merchant's decision turned out to be anything but sour because the Orleans vinegar industry exploded. Today it is used across France for everything from cleaning to vinaigrettes or uh, the very perfectly crunchy, tangy chips that we've got right there. And vinegar sounds a lot better than sour wine chips. <laughs> <laughs> so um, traditionally on uh, packets of chips, they've gone with kind of a maroni. Um, Pinkish. It looks like the um, Smith's chips, salt and vinegar. Pack, yeah. Uh-huh. But the logo is different. The logo is different because <laughs> Sabelle is the uh, name of the company that produces these French chips. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it is foil sealed, of course, for freshness. What are we looking at here? Uh, the like the Thin's chips. Mm-hmm. And yeah. <laughs> Very, very thin indeed. Reasonably uniform in shape, actually. Mm-hmm. Most of them are looking very similar. But uh, no salt. There's no salt as you would normally see on a salt and vinegar chip. You might see the little salty granules. This is just going to be, uh, yeah, vinegar only. <laughs> who's who's going to be the brave first person to uh, munch and crunch on it, hey? <laughs> They've both gone straight into it. It tastes exactly like salt and vinegar chips. Mm. Almost exactly. Almost exact, yeah. You'd expect there to be no salty flavour, but mm. your mind tricks you into thinking that's a salt and vinegar chip. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's got a very sharp taste to it. <laughs> mm. What are you thinking, Max? I don't know. I, I agree with Charlotte. It pretty much just tastes like a salt and vinegar chip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It does. Yeah. I don't know. That, that's pretty much just a salt and vinegar chip. There's nothing... 
I was expecting it to be, you know, a very sharp taste. Yeah. But it's not. It's just plain old salt minion. Thumbs yeah. up, thumbs down. What do you, uh, what do you call them? One thumb up. Yeah, same with me. Yeah, it's just nothing out of the ordinary. Sorry, Sabelle. Um... I'm, I'm a fan of salt and vinegar chips, but that's that's nothing special. <laughs> well, then, let's uh, go on to their second product. Again, it's another Sabelle product. The Tube Agrignoteur Fromage. Now, fromage, of course, is the French word for cheese. So these are cheese-flavoured tube snacks. Are you sitting down for this very, very shocking news? Apparently, <laughs> French people don't really have snack foods. Aww. <laughs> so... French do still enjoy munching on chips, crisps, or crackers. They just save them for a pre-dinner course called an aperitif. So they don't actually have afternoon snacks as we would. Oh, what? So they have them just before their dinner. So it would be an aperitif, then your soup, then your main course, that sort of thing. Mm. So uh, during the starter course, French folks would gather for some very casual conversation. They may have a glass of wine and a savoury snack that's designed to whet your appetite for the meal to come. So these cheesy nibbles, or grignota, as it would be pronounced in French if I uh, try and pronounce a French word, <laughs> uh, are made very specifically for this occasion. Um, so you could save this for a snack just before dinner, or if you're an Aussie, you'd probably have these as a... An afternoon snack. And a French might have it with a glass of vinegar. (laughs) Spoiled wine. wine. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, let us know, what do they look like there, Max? Packaging-wise? It looks like a tube. (laughs) On the packaging. (laughs) And so it's a black um, outer layer of the... Um, silver packaging. So again, the package just like a, a packet of chips. They've got the um, you know foil foil lined packaging, but the outside colour scheme is black and white, which is a mm-hmm. bit different. And the actual things aren't tubes. <laughs> yeah, uh, even though they say tubes, they're, they're, like they're not really tube like. Tube squashed. Kind of flatworm sort of thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They've got um, yeah. I guess they would be hollow on the inside. But, yeah, flatworm is the best description <laughs> I can come up with for them, unfortunately. Um, Charlotte's doing a bit of a breath test with it, <laughs> which Max has followed suit with. So what are you doing? Blowing. Blowing through the side. Yeah, so they are actually technically a tube. But what? is it like a corn base or... Yeah, so it's corn flour, sunflower oil, cheese seasoning, onion, salt, sugar, buttermilk, etc. So it's very much like a... Um, a Cheeto or a, uh, a cheesel. It's got a corn base for the actual tube bit. And then I'm guessing the seasoning's on the outside. I was about to try and look on the back at the ingredients, but you can't. All in French? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's a very uh, puffy corn snack. Uh-huh. Sounds very crunchy. Uh-huh. What's your thoughts as you're munching on that? It tastes plain. I just sucked and it just went soft. It's not the greatest. Yeah, Yeah, it's a very, like when we eat cheesels or, um, you know, cheese and onion flavoured chips, it's very cheesy, that cheese powder. This is quite light. Mm. You can tell that it's got a cheese flavour to it, but it's just a very uh, simple coating. 
Mm-hmm. It's not the cheesiest of cheesy things. I think the cheesiest ones we've ever had were the um, the Pringles cheese flavoured. They've just left, you know, mountains of orangey yellow colouring on your fingers. Yeah. Uh, but a very thick, cheesy taste. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. What are we doing? Uh, I might do one thumb. Another one? Can you do half? <laughs> half a thumb if you have a, yeah. I don't know, woodwork accident. Uh, I guess so. I'll try that. <laughs> yeah. So half a thumb. Oh, that's not good. So the vinegar chips are a bit better than the cheesy tubes. Yeah. But uh, neither of them really all that flash um, when we're so used to having, you know, Samboy chips or Smiths or Lay's or something like that here in Australia. Yeah. Not too bad, though. We might take a quick break, and we're going to get into uh, this week's topic. So if you've got some Vegemite fun facts to share, let us know, 0439 329 713. We might uh, get the the screen up for how do you spread your Vegemite on the Afternoon Delight (laughs) Facebook page. What is the correct thickness? Uh, We'll be back after this with a bit of history on Vegemite. Kids Kingdom, come for a play or stay all day. Enjoy coffee and a sweet treat or lunch from our full on-site cafe menu. Book a party in one of our three colourful party rooms. Inquire today, 52315633. Kids Kingdom, proud sponsor of Afternoon Delight on OCR FM. Time to find out all about Vegemite. Now, uh, what do you know off the bat? What What's your understanding of what Vegemite is or isn't? It's salty. Salty, yep. <laughs> um, what do you know, Charlotte? Not much about the actual food. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, do you know any history of Vegemite, or um, you know what it's what it actually is? Because in the name, Vegemite. What does it actually mean? Vegemite. <laughs> Vegemite of veggies. So it's a thick brown spread, technically. Um, it's made from leftover brewer's yeast extract with other vegetable additives. So different spices and things are added to it to give it a very unique flavour. There are lots of different Vegemite kind of knockoffs or alternatives. The British have Marmite, mm. so do New Zealand. In Australia, we've also got a thing called Promite and Mighty Mite, Aussie Mite. Barty Mite. Mite, yeah. <laughs> uh, Germans have Vitam R. The Swiss have Senovi. Um, it's very salty, slightly bitter, malty, and it's rich in glutamates, which gives it that umami flavour, very similar to kind of a beef bouillon. It's vegan, kosher, halal, it's everything all in one. But uh, do you know what umami is? Nah. We've talked about it very, very briefly on Afternoon Delight before. It's a, it's a, a taste in your mouth. So on your tongue, you can taste sweetness, sourness, bitterness, and saltiness. Umami is the fifth taste. So everyone always thought there was just four, sweet, sour, bitter, salty. It's been described as a mix of kind of savoury flavours. And so foods that have a very strong umami flavour are those gravies, soups, broths, and things like that, tomatoes as well, mushrooms, and any sort of other yeast extract that'll give you that kind of, I don't know, the special taste in your mouth. 
Do you know mm. what I'm talking about? Yeah, I guess so. It's not really salty, not really sweet, not really savoury. The the like for Vegemite, it's quite salty, but it's more than salt. Does that make sense? So basically, in 1919, following the disruption of British mar- Marmite imports uh, after World War One, and prior to the introduction of Vegemite, um, there was a company set up through, I think it was uh, an Australian producer. Cyril Callister was the name of the uh, person who developed it. He was an Australian chemist and food um, technologist. So he had been hired by uh, Fred Walker for the Australian Fred Walker Company to develop a spread from all the yeast that was left over and dumped from breweries who were making beer and stuff like that. So uh, Vegemite was registered as a trademark in Australia in 1919 and he used the autolysis to break down the yeast cells from the waste that was obtained from the Carlton United Brewery. So you know those CUB drink beer things? All the extra yeast extract that was being dumped, he broke it down using a special enzyme and created a clear liquid that he then blended with salt, celery and onion and it turned into this black sticky paste. Mm-hmm. Following a competition to find a name for his new spread, uh, Vegemite was selected by Fred Walker's daughter, Sheila. Vegemite first appeared on the market in 1923, with advertising emphasising the value to children's health. Unfortunately, it failed to sell very well. Oh. <laughs> Faced with growing competition from Marmite from 1928 to 1935, the product was renamed Parwill to make use of an advertising slogan, Marmite, but Par Will. Get it? <laughs> Mar and Par, yeah. Uh, a convoluted pun on the new name and its competitor. This attempt tried to expand the market share. It was, again, unsuccessful, so they changed it back to Vegemite. It didn't recover its market share at the time. It was still not selling very well. In 1925, uh, Walker Products established the Kraft Walker Cheese Company, it was a joint venture with JL Craft Brothers, who were making processed cheese. Following on from the failure of Parwell in 1935, he used the success of his Craft Walker Cheese Company to promote Vegemite. In a two-year campaign to promote sales, Vegemite was given away free with some Kraft cheese products. So you'd get a bit of a coupon redemption sort of thing. And this was followed by a poetry competition with imported American Pontiac cars being offered as a prize. So, make a poem to promote Vegemite, the winner will receive a Pontiac car. Sales responded, and in 1939, Vegemite was officially endorsed by the British Medical Association as a rich source of vitamin B. Rations during the Australian um, soldiers during World War II Uh, had them in their rations, and by late 1940s, it was used by 9 out of 10 Australian households. Everyone started using it, going, yep, this is the good stuff. In April of 1984, uh, a 115-gram jar of Vegemite became the very first product in Australia to be electronically scanned at the checkout. Vegemite is produced in Australia by Bega Cheese, formerly of Mondelez, at a Port uh, Melbourne manufacturing facility, how many jars do you think are made every single year? Millions. <laughs> yeah, how many millions? Uh. Let's, let's ramp this up. 
You can try and see the screen, but... Uh, 15 million. Higher. Uh, 30 million. Lower. 20 million. <laughs> higher. Uh, 25 million. Lower. 23 million. Lower. 22 million. That is correct. Oh. So about 22 million <laughs> jars are created per year at the Port Melian Manufacturing Facility. And it is basically, the recipe has remained unchanged since 1919. Mm. Um, it far outsells Marmite and other similar spreads around Australia. And the billionth jar of Vegemite was sold or produced in October 2008. So <laughs> how many more have been created since then? I dread to think. Vegemite was also produced in New Zealand for about 50 years, but as of August 2006, New Zealand production ceased. They uh, focus more on Marmite. So there's lots of different ways to eat Vegemite. Toasted bread with a layer of butter is probably everyone's regular. <laughs> Only a very small amount of Vegemite is required because it's got such a strong flavour. A Vegemite sandwich may consist of two slices of buttered bread, Vegemite, maybe some cheese. Other ingredients such as lettuce, avocado or tomato can be added. What's your go-to? You were saying you have a Vegemite sandwich every day. Yeah. Charlotte? Uh, I usually have wholemeal bread with just thin layer of Vegemite, no butter. Yep. Yeah, see, I'm not a butter fan either. Yeah. Uh, when I, The only time I will have butter is if it's on toast with Vegemite. Yep. How about you, Max? How do you have your Vegemite? I... When I do have veggie mm-hmm. which was only a couple of times last year. Yeah, <laughs> very <laughs> rarely. I just had Vegemite and um, bread. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a butter fan. It can also be used for fillings in different pastries. Um, have you ever heard cheesy mite scroll before? Oh, they're really good. <laughs> um, I know when I go camping, I'll often do a, a cheesy mite damper twist. Very tasty. Um, The official Vegemite website itself has lots of different recipes, uh, such as serving it with pasta, in burgers, pizzas, casseroles, and even ice cream. Mm. But uh, because of its, yeah, very unique flavour, it can pretty much be adapted to any dish. I know some people put a dab in their gravy to give it a bit of a kick along. Mm -hmm. Uh, Limited quantities of kosher Vegemite were first produced in the 1980s, and as of 2004, decision to cease certification was reversed. So uh, it received halal certification in 2010. And uh, as I said, yeah, it is kosher as of 2009. Mm-hmm. Whilst the makers of Vegemite have long claimed that Vegemite is suitable for vegans, it wasn't until last year's World Vegan Day that it received certification. A Vegemite nutritionist said that the spread has always been a fitting choice for vegans, but now they've got the proof for it. (laughs) It is one of the richest sources of B vitamins, specifically thiamine, riboflavin, niacin, and folate, which is B1, B2, B3, and B9, if you want to get really technical. (laughs) Unlike Marmite and some of the other yeast extracts, the base version contains no B12 vitamin, but it is added to the low-salt version of Vegemite. Because Vegemite itself has a couple of different versions. There's a gluten-free, um, there's regular Vegemite, and there's uh, low-salt versions. So depending on which one you have, they do add B12 to the low-salt uh, recipe. The main ingredient being the yeast extra- extract contains a high concentration of glutamic acid, which is the source of the umami flavour that we talked about. It doesn't contain any fat, 
doesn't have any added sugar or animal content. It does contain gluten, and that's, you know, one of the things that it's just going to have in it. Uh, the low salt um, means that it's a 25% reduction in the sodium content. Any any other magical bits and pieces you want to tell us about Vegemite? What is Vegemite with low salt? Is uh, it just half the jar full? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 25% less Vegemite in the jar. Uh, no, it is the exact same recipe. It just takes out 25% of the salt content. Mm. So it will have a different taste. They add in the B vitamin, B12, but, uh, yeah, it's not as salty. Um, over the years, Vegemite have had some very iconic uh, storage containers. They, the Vegemite jar, uh, when we were growing up as kids, many families would have a set of Vegemite jars used as drinking cups <laughs> and because uh, they had a very unique pop-top lid. And so once you'd finished with your Vegemite jar, you'd wash it out and you had a set of matching glasses. <laughs> Can't really do that with a jar of Vegemite these days. <laughs> but let us know if, if you've got uh, some fun fa- facts with Vegemite. What do you remember? Vegemite has often been a staple of your childhood. 0439 329 713 or jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back to go head-to-head with Vegemite right after this. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. It is time for us to go head-to-head here on uh, Afternoon Delight with some Vegemite uh, products. Now, we've got some traditional Vegemite, and it's in its... um, we just got a normal 220-gram jar. We're sad to see that uh, a lot of the bigger jars have all been bought out on the shelves at the moment due to the uh, the health concerns. People mm-hmm. have been stripping shelves. There were still a few Vegemite jars around. A lot of the people would already have this on their shelf at home, though. Mm-hmm. Something you can uh, enjoy. So we'll kick off with just going... Um, we're just going to have Vegemite and a biscuit. Okay. And again, we've uh, put up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page the big question, how do you spread your Vegemite? How thick is too thick? We've got a uh, numbered um, selection on the Facebook page. So uh, number one being hardly anything, number two increasing in volume, Uh, number three there's a few gaps, Uh, number four you've still got a bit of bread, you can mainly see Vegemite. By five it's only the outside kind of crust that's left of the bread, and by by the time you get to number six, you can pretty much see more Vegemite than bread. <laughs> so, uh, Max, you, you're reasonably light scraping of Vegemite. Charlotte's gone for um, a bit of a thicker layer on the outside of the biscuit. Mm-hmm. Okay, Max, I know you don't really want to, but uh, for the good of the show... <laughs> For the first time this year, having Vegemite. There you go. Have a bit of a nibble on that. Let's see if it uh, brings back haunting memories for you. It's a reasonably light scrape, so it shouldn't be too bad. What's the, the flavour doing to you? Salty. Very salty. It does have that... Uh, I don't know the last time I had Vegemite, to be honest, because uh, I haven't had... Um, 
toast for quite a while for breakfast. I've been doing smoothies and uh, cereal. But uh, we've just gone with a very plain sayo biscuit as the base for this experiment. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's not too bad. He hasn't, he hasn't, you know, curled up his mouth and said, I'm not, not eating anymore. <laughs> as we said, you can team the Vegemite with uh, a lot of different things. Vegemite and cheese on a biscuit isn't too bad. Vegemite, cheese, tomato, that sort of stuff. Charlotte's gone for, as I said, a thicker spread. <laughs> There's uh, less biscuit, more Vegemite. <laughs> Let us know what you think as you have a nibble on that. So the salt is pretty much what um, you don't like about the salty taste. Yeah. I wonder if you have, have you ever tried the the low salt version. I wonder if there's a difference. I I nearly got a no salt just <laughs> to see if there was going to be a change in taste. But what are you thinking there, Charlotte? It's good. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. We're going to switch to something a little bit more unconventional. I can't believe it's still on the shelves. I thought they'd got rid of it. What have they got here? Cheesy, cheesy bite. bite. <laughs> Vegemite cheesy bite. So, <laughs> they launched Vegemite 2.0 at one stage, which caused a lot of controversy. Um, there's been uh, a lot of different uh, Vegemite products released over the years to varying degrees of success. During the 1990s, Kraft released a product known as Vegemite Singles. It was the Kraft Cheese Single and Vegemite in one, so it was Vegemite-flavoured cheese. Um, it, they were trying to, you know, capitalise on the um, popularity of Vegemite, but they were taken off the market. They didn't sell very well. Mm. I love making, uh, for kids, tiger toast, which is you spread Vegemite on the toast, then you put some slices of cheese to make tiger stripes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, in June 2009, uh, they released a new version of Vegemite, it was Vegemite and Kraft cream cheese mixed together, so it's considerably less salty, Max. Okay. has a much milder taste than the original, but to coincide with the release of the new recipe, they ran a competition for a name, just like they did with the original Vegemite. The new name was announced during the broadcast of the 2009 AFL Grand Final as iSnack 2.0. The name was chosen by a panel of marketing and communication experts to appeal to a younger market, capitalise on the popularity of, you know, the iPod and the iPhone. But the choice immediately drew universal criticism and a lot of Australians ridiculed it. Within days, opinion columns, social network, all that sort of stuff were absolutely flooded with people uh, lampooning it. And after only four days, Kraft released plans to abandon the iSnack 2.0 name, admitting they made a mistake. Don't necessarily trust what the public tell you. <laughs> uh, the name had received 36% of the 30,000 votes that had cast for a name. And uh, so they then announced on the 7th of October 2009, it would be Vegemite Cheesy Bite. Um... It was noted that the popular suggestion has long been associated with the Cheesy Mite scrolls that we were talking about earlier. So uh, let's have a bit of a taste of Cheesy Mite and uh, see if there's any difference in taste or what you're thinking. Max is um, looking a little bit more favourably on this one. Have you ever had it before? Yeah. You have? Okay. See, I haven't. Last time I had it was ages ago. Yeah. 
Um, in 2011, they uh, also released My First Vegemite, which was a formulation for children aged, you know, one or two years old. Apparently, it has a milder taste and additional health benefits and was designed for um, families wanting to introduce Vegemite to their kids without them turning their nose up too early. But it was discontinued in 2012 due to poor sales. So, already I'm noting the difference in colour of the Cheesy Bite. It's like a chocolate colour. Yeah, it's a very light brown compared to that almost black brown... (laughs) That uh, Vegemite has. Uh-huh. But uh, spreads just as easily. I like this one better than Vegemite. Already? You haven't even put it in your mouth? <laughs> okay. Get that down. Let me know uh, what you're thinking as you have a munch on that. What's the flavour doing for you, Charlotte? I'd rather other Vegemite. It tastes different. <laughs> I don't know how else to say. Yeah, it's not as bitey as Max said. It's not as doesn't have that salty taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not too bad. You can taste the cream cheese. The only thing with um, cheesy mite is that after you've opened it, it has to be refrigerated. Ah. So veggie mite um, can stay on the shelf just in your cupboard or your pantry or whatever. But cheesy mite because it's a um, you know, cheese-based product, it does require refrigeration after you've opened it. Uh-huh. So, silly question, Max. Which do you prefer, Cheesy Mite or Veggie Mite? Cheesy Mite. <laughs> we went into that one kind of knowing that. <laughs> Charlotte, we haven't changed your views? Veggie Mite's better. Veggie Mite's <laughs> better. Um, over the years, there have been other products that have been released into the market. There was uh, Vegemite Smith's Chips there for a while. They had uh, Vegemite in a biscuit, basil crisp, Vegemite flavoured sausages, Vegemite flavoured meat pies. Uh, in 2015, Cadbury did a bit of a uh, combination and had a Vegemite flavoured block of chocolate. I remember that. It was basically a caramello block that mixed Vegemite in with the chocolate. Mm-hmm. Critics described the taste as salted caramel with a very pleasant umami taste to it, but criticism varied from love it to tasting like caramel and Turkish delight, filling it with lots of salt, or it needs more salt, some people were complaining. So um, it, apparently, from memory, for a lot of people, had a very unpleasant aftertaste. But I'll admit, I, was, uh, I wasn't too taken aback. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Thoughts? I like the cheesy bite much better than the... Yeah. <laughs> okay. There is one more product. One more. Now we'll admit, these currently aren't available in stores. <laughs> these are Arnott shapes that were a limited release for Australia Day, and they are Vegemite flavoured shapes. Why were they so special to Australia Day? Um, what what shape did the shapes go with? Oh, the Australia shape. shapes. Except for Tasmania. They just <laughs> don't like Tasmania anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> <pretty sharp. laughs> So they're the shape of Australia covered in flavouring. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a mini baked biscuit. 
with an Australian uh, outline or a map of Australia outline. Of course, there's no Tasmania unless you count the bits floating at the bottom of the yeah. bag. <laughs> but uh, the colouring, because it is Vegemite, is a kind of more a brown hue. Mm-hmm. And you can see with all shapes biscuits, its flavour you can see is their uh, slogan. You can l- see the bits of brown flavour on the outside of the biscuit. Mm-hmm. What else can you tell me about the uh, Vegemite shapes? Uh. <laughs> Baked, not fried? Yeah. Yep. Okay, down the hatch. Let us know what you think. Does it have a Vegemite taste to it? Because I, if I remember when we had these, when they came out, it tasted more like a beef biscuit. Yeah, they do. Uh-huh. Kind of a beef stock cube sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, let me know what you think. Does it taste like Vegemite? Nah. Nah. Not when you compare it to the original. Or dip a biscuit in Vegemite. Yeah. (laughs) So even though it's got the uh, approval of Vegemite branding, not quite the same taste. No. Yeah, it's got that... Saltiness of kind of uh, beef Maggi two-minute noodles. Yeah. But I wouldn't call that a, a flavour that is, um, uh, yeah, I wouldn't call that Vegemite flavoured biscuits. Mm. That said, let us know on the Facebook page what are your thoughts, or you can text in 0439 329 713. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with our sweetest tune right after this. Afternoon Delight. It is time for our sweetest tune, which this week uh, many people may have already guessed, (laughs) because uh, there was a very uh, famous song that was released as uh, promotion for Vegemite back in the day, and uh, it's iconic. Um, It featured originally a black and white uh, footage cast of the the Vegemite kids singing and dancing. But uh, once Colour TV came about, they upgraded it with some uh, the original footage with kind of Technicolor swirls and bits and pieces. So um, let's take a listen then to the Happy Little Vegemite song. We're happy little Vegemites, as bright as bright can be. We all enjoy our Vegemite for breakfast, lunch and tea. There you go. That is the original Vegemite song. With the happy little Vegemite singers and dancers. Mm-hmm. There is another song <laughs> by a local-ish band. So these guys come out of uh, Winchelsea originally. Yep. They are uh, Australia-wide, like they're hit into the international market. They're called King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. <laughs> Do you want a taste of uh, their Vegemite song? Because it's not the original lyrics or anything like that. It's a little bit more rocked up, and it's their ode to Vegemite. <laughs> of Winchelsea, that there is King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, one of my favourite band names to say (laughs) ever. Um, We are fast running out of time here on Afternoon Delight, but we still do have a recipe to share with you. So uh, 
Let's do that. Say hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? Okie dokie. So... Amidst all the crazy amount of recipes that uh, Vegemite can be used in, what have we chosen this week? Vegemite icy poles. Yeah, (laughs) you heard right. (laughs) Why not make a sweet, savoury treat? So what do we need for Vegemite icy poles? Uh, Two-thirds cup of caster sugar, half cup of cocoa, quarter cup of honey, two tablespoons of Vegemite, three teaspoons of cornflour, a teaspoon of vanilla, cup of milk, cup of thickened cream, whipped. Awesome. And to make them? Uh, combine all the ingredients. Oh, wait. No. <laughs> Not quite all yet. Not all. Combine in a saucepan the sugar, cocoa, honey, Vegemite, corn flour and milk. Whisk over a medium heat until mixture is smooth. Bring to the boil and reduce the heat and simmer gently until it's slightly thickened and custard-like. Then remove it from the heat, pour into heat-proof bowl and chill. Fold whipped cream through the chilled custard mixture, then pour into popsicle moulds. Freeze until firm. And if you haven't got, uh, you know, popsicle moulds, you could use empty plastic cups with an icy pole stick in them or something mm-hmm. along those lines. You can use anything to shape them. Pretty much. <laughs> you could technically pour them into jelly moulds or uh, oh, yeah. things like that and have, um, yeah, frozen <laughs> treats. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, quite quite unique. Almost time for us to get out of here. We have one thing left to do. Righty hoty. Tis time to open up this week's Kinder Surprise. Off comes the uh, foil wrapper. Down to the chocolate, that's gone. (laughs) (laughs) The most magical sound of all. What is inside the little plastic capsule this week? Um, Golden pieces. It's, uh, what is that? Monkey? No. Is it? Just this piece. It doesn't say what it is. It's just... Ah, I dropped it. <laughs> okay, so we've got orangey gold bits yeah. of... Is that like plastic. a lemur or something? Looks like it's got a long tail. Could be a lemur or some sort of possum, perhaps. A yeah. uh, possum, I reckon. Some sort of primate, at least. <laughs> so long curly tail. Three pieces to uh, snap together to give you the head body. Does the tail turn or is it separate? Uh... Nah, it's just a curly thing to hang on stuff, I think. Too easy. Well, that's it for our Vegemite edition of Afternoon Delight. We're very aware that, uh, you know, with the increasing distancing laws, the, uh, 
you mightn't hear from us for a little bit, but all things going well. We will be back next Sunday to do it all again. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we're distancing ourselves here in the studio and doing all the good <laughs> good stuff. So uh, thank you to those who are reaching out to OCRFM to double-check that we're all safe and stuff like that. We're doing all the good things. We're here to uh, keep you informed and entertained. For now, uh, stick around for a bit of autopilot. There's uh, no unconventional ramblings this week, and uh, from Paddocks to Pride also isn't on. But uh, if you're tuned in through until 8 o'clock tonight, 45 RPM will be on your radio. Until uh, next time, catch you later. See ya. Bye. Gonna hold her tight Gonna grab some afternoon delight My motto's always been When it's right, it's right While waiting till the middle Of a cold, dark night When everything's a little clear In the light of day Then you know the night Is always gonna be there anyway Thinking of you's working up my appetite Looking forward to a little afternoon delight Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting Sky rockets in flight Afternoon delight